0: another week in the books uh, you listen to the Rims and Nets podcast this is your host Rob Morris episode 12 uh, like I said the other day um I was on the the part uh the episode 11 part three um, this is the NBA draft show basically this is mainly gonna be NBA draft no high school uh, no high school notes in this no college. Just strictly NBA draft talk. Um, we're also going to get into the rumors. Um, a few things uh, went on today. Um, Mike Conley got traded. Um, he got traded to the Utah Jazz. So we'll get into that. Also the uh, the Al Horford rumors. He declined his player option. Um, rumors say that he's... He's looking to sign elsewhere, which is uh, really shocking news. You know, like we didn't expect him to 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 want to go like like this abruptly, like this. I thought like maybe he would have probably considered us. Um, maybe it would have maybe would have been a little bit after July one, and he probably would have kind of um if it was going to be like that i didn't think it would be this abrupt i didn't think we would just like know right then and there before the draft that oh al horford's gonna be signing elsewhere obviously it's rumors but i feel like that's um like if it's coming out as a as a report which i mean it's not just this is not the only report there's other guys other serious nba um serious so NBA uh, reporters and pundits and writers that are reporting the same thing. So usually, when you have multiple got multiple reports um, reporting on one thing, is usually true. So you got to go with that. So that's huge news. We're gonna get into that. Um, Celtics probably want to trade up. I heard I heard rumors that they want to trade up to get the number four pick because the Pelicans are looking to trade the number four pick. So. So the Celtics are probably, like, trying to figure what they could give to the Pelicans for that number four pick. Uh, Rumors say that they're uh, very interested in Darius Garland. So we'll have to see how that goes with how that shakes up, and we'll get into that. Plus, we have some superlatives um, for, for the upcoming draft of what we think... The best is of, of 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 this draft class. Plus, I got risers, I got fallers. You know, uh, obviously, the you know the draft changes daily, the draft order and and the projections. We're gonna get into a few risers. We're gonna get into a few fallers. Explain why they're rising. Explain why they're falling. All right. So, like I said, we just mentioned Mike Conley going to the Utah Jazz. Uh, I think this makes I mean, them that much stronger. They've always had a a very strong uh, starting lineup. Uh, But I think, obviously, you absolutely upgraded the position at point guard. Ricky Rubio had a rough year this year, was hurt, banged up this year. So they were looking to go a different direction and probably upgrade that starting lineup, and they definitely did that without a doubt they had to give up some pieces to what I I mean it didn't, it didn't come cheap um they they had to get kind of they kind of uh really uh short circuit their death by um getting him getting Conley. but i mean obviously you get a much better player than Ricky Rubio compared to him the Ricky Rubio was like a much better scorer much consistent scorer a very good passer like probably at the same like yeah he happens around the same uh assist we also we all know Rick grove is a great passer but um Rick, uh Conley is no slot passing the ball too he's a pretty good playmaker as well so you're not gonna lose anything by going this direction with Conley you're gonna get a good playmaker and you're also getting a better better score yeah, which is gonna help Mitchell to be you know, give him some space to to operate. There's not going to be a lot of double teams. There's not going to be a lot of pressure on him to do so much like he did last year. Now you have another score in that backcourt. And, um, depends on what they're going to do with Derrick Favors. Uh, will they they draft a big? Or will they sign a big? It all depends. Um, Obviously, Gobert is where he's at, and obviously Ingles is where he's at. So... It definitely upgrades that lineup, but they're going to have to really um, um, upgrade the bench. Because, like I said, and uh, they had to give up uh, a few pieces. Uh, they gave up Jay Crowd in the deal. Also, they gave up uh, Grayson Allen. So, those are the main pieces that i seen that they gave up. I think they had, like, a draft pick or so, if I'm not mistaken. So, so I would have to say, like, they... Like I said, they have to really upgrade their bench. They had a few draft picks that they probably can use to do that or sign a few players in free agency to do that. But they're better. They're they're much better. Much better team. We'll see have to see how it works out. Um We'll have to see what, what the trades could happen tomorrow night. It could be an active night tomorrow. Um could be a more trades could be, you know, obviously swap of picks. All those all those fun things to look at. Um, But uh, what was I going to say? Oh, all right, so, yeah, Al Horford, he's – looks like he's good as gone. Just like Kyrie, just uh, all the rumors with Kyrie leaving. And he's, you know, pretty much uh, – pretty much saying that he's going to the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, you he also heard that that, you know, Al could be going to to the Brooklyn Nets, but I I think that's hard to believe that he'll go where Kyrie's going. Um I also heard uh not too long ago that uh, the the destinations it, it could be the Clippers, it could be the Lakers and um the Mavericks and they they think the Mavericks are the favorites to get uh, Horford. So, mainly because the Mavericks have more cap space, they have money to spend, they'll have enough money to offer Horford the most money, so that's probably why they're the favorites. If I was Horford, I'd probably want to at least probably go to, you know, Lakers because you know they're going to be championship uh, team with LeBron and Anthony Davis. That would be the best, pl- probably the best place to go. If I was Horford, but but it all depends. But I like the situation in Dallas as well. You got two bigs that that can help him out with uh, Perzingis and uh, forget the other big. But uh, they have, they, like I said, Dallas has a few bigs. They can go with uh, Powell. They can go with so they. Ha- I mean, they have options. Um, think I think Missouri's is still there as well. Sal- Saler Missouri. So I mean they have they have pieces and obviously you have Luka Doncic. So like it's not going to be all on Al, I think, you know, when you have Perzingus, you can Al can go right to the four spot where he probably wanted to play the whole time, but you know, Brad wanted to play small ball um so much and he always end up being that only big on the floor with a bunch of guards and forwards. So it was not, I mean, I don't, like I said, I'm not really upset about it, him leaving or him deciding to go some someplace, someplace else because it just, if you looked at, you know, the dynamic with Hayward and, and, and Tatum and Brown, like, they're going to have to start. Like, all three of those guys are going to have to start if you do keep these guys together for another run. Or, I mean, for, uh, I wouldn't say another run because I don't know if they're going to be a championship contender next year. But well, just for you know, just the upcoming season, like it's going to be hard to to really play Horford in that lineup and be successful. Uh, He's not the most dominant rebounder. I mean, Horford's better off being a four um, until he retires. He's not. I don't think it would be his. I don't think it would benefit him in the long, you know, for the up, the, probably the few years that he has left in his career to be playing uh, five banging against, you know, guys like Joel Embiid and Beat and Nikola Jokic and guys like that that are just just wear you down with their strength. And he's just he's not Horford just his body type is just not built that way to keep consistently banging around those type of bodies night in and night out like he was doing in Boston. So. Obviously, you know you had Baines, but obviously Baines wasn't healthy, so it was a lot on Al to really play five a lot last year. He probably played five five more than he would like to this year, that, you know, compared to the previous year where he probably played a lot more four. And it just it just wasn't it just isn't a good fit because in that in that uh, starting lineup, he just he's automatically had to be the five in that lineup. And it's just not going to be a fit because you know you're gonna have to you gonna have to play you're gonna have to start Hayward you're gonna have to start Tatum you're gonna have to start Brown so um, if I'm the Celtics I mean this is a good opportunity with the draft to to try to get yourself a few bigs or maybe one big that you know can um, solidify the the inside and and be a a, a, a presence inside and really I mean Clint Capella is an intriguing. Uh, um, is an intriguing player for them because he's a double-double machine. Like, they they have to, like, kind of target those type of um, players. I don't know what type of players you can get in the draft like that. Maybe um, Bruno Fernando is, is one guy that sticks out to me that's a double-double machine. Like I said, he averages a double-double in college right now. He had a great year for Maryland. Um, Obviously, Bull Bull. I like Bull Bull as another player that they can target. Um, Taco Fall. He's an undrafted free agent or undrafted uh, um, prospect. Um, Yeah, like they're gonna have to get some guys that are solid rebounders that are that you know can get. Eight to nine to ten rebounds a game. That can average that, or either get that in the free agent free agent market. So they definitely, like I said, they got to they had to go a different direction. They got to go younger at that position as well. And it's just probably it's just the match up with the age group of Jalen and Tatum. If they're gonna go that direction with the youth movement, and I just think it just wasn't it didn't make sense to to invest 20 to 25 that's what it was probably going to end up being 20 to 25 million in Al Horford knowing that they really don't have a chance to win a title this year or unless something drastic happens it just doesn't seem like they're gonna they're gonna really go that far this year so 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 that's one piece of news that came out uh, just today and I would say, like, uh, uh number four pick is up the, up for grabs. Um, it's probably gonna be expensive. It's probably gonna cost you one of those two young pieces, Jalen or Jason Tatum, and excuse, excuse me, Jalen Brown. So I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't. Obviously, always, obviously, we know that Jason Tatum is is clearly um, untouchable at this point. Like, you, that's literally your main guy now. Not an Urban and and, Hay- and Holford are gone. So, maybe Jalen Brown would be an option there. But I'm just like, I mean, I thought about it all day when I heard the rumor. Uh, Adam Himmensbach Hemis- of the Boston Globe provided that he, provided that uh no, that note um i don't know i mean i just think i'm fifty-fifty on it I'm, i mean i thought i've thought about it long and hard but i mean Jalen brown is he's good he's he's a very good athlete but then he does have some flaws with his game he still has to um be consistent with his jump shot he still has to be a better ball handler which that hurts him at times with kind of developing his skill set and and his floor game out there. So was, I mean, not that he can't develop that. I mean, you might give him a little time to develop it. He's coming into his fourth year, so he's still I mean, he's still hitting that peak where he needs to really step it up, but to see where he possibly could be or what he that's what he actually is as a player, but This obviously could be a really huge off season for him when it comes down to developing all those skills. But I mean, I still, I mean, if I had to say what's available at that spot, obviously, um, Minnesota's a high on Garland, Darius Garland, and then I like Jared Culver as well. But if I had to say, I'd probably say no. I would just uh, keep Jalen and just. You know, you want to try to keep as much continuity as you can. You don't want to trade too many pieces off the team, because you know, the the more you trade away, the less continuity you have. The more you're gonna have a lot of growing pains. So, you want to keep as you know, want to keep Tatum and Jalen together, and all the other rest of the pieces together. I mean, if if you're gonna keep Hayward. Brown and and Tatum I think Marcus Morris might be gone like you you won't you can't be able to bring that back again because it was just too much conflict with those with those uh with those guys because they all play the same position they all play the three position so you can't really come back with a with with four you know uh, hybrids three three fours or possibly or three twos like they were like pretty much they were the same position they were all six seven six eight guys you can't you can't do that this year you have to probably sh- cut it to possibly three so that way they can have enough minutes to spread around and enough shots to spread around that was like the main issue with this team is arguing over playing time or just fighting over playing time so. So I'm already hitting it kind of hard. This is going to be a longer show today, so I'm going to let it rip. Just keep going. Um, so, yeah, I would say Jalen Brown, I would have to keep him because you you have a better player than what you're going to get at four, even though the potential is really high for Garland and the potential is really high for for a culver, I just think you gotta stick with what you have so that way you can try to have some keep your continuity together. I mean that's extremely important. It's only it's only gonna get better if you can keep them together for a longer period of time. And if you can convince Jalen and Tatum to stay past their Ricky contracts even better. Even better. All right. So we're gonna take a break, and uh, we'll get into the next segment. The next segment will basically just we're gonna give you those uh, superlatives, and plus the risers and fallers of, of of what we possibly could see tomorrow night. All right, so we'll be right back.